everyone. Thank you for joining us today and、uh, for listening in on the Dovico podcast. We're going to continue our employee spotlight. And this week, we're going to be highlighting Carl Chase. How are you? I'm good, dear. I am excellent. So, how long have you been with Dovico?、Uh, currently, it's been 16 years, going on 17 in October. How did you get into this career? Well, it's a little bit of a long story, but I started out when I was younger, kind of ironic. You know, I wanted to be、uh, a police officer at the beginning,、um, and that didn't work out. And I went to university, and that didn't really seem to work out. So I started to go in the workforce, and I worked at a meat plant for、uh, probably four or five years, and I had an injury there, and I was on、uh, workman's comp. So they came to me and asked me if I'd like to retrain. And at the time,、uh, You know, IT and computer、uh, was very de-、uh, high demand. So I figured that would be a good place to go.、Um, I never really seen myself in、uh, this position, but、uh, one thing led to another. And I had on the job training, and they told me to come into the building where Dobico、um, is. And it's just kind of coincidence that、uh, my job placement was in the same building. And the、um, lady that was helping me with job placement said, you know, on the second floor, there's a software company. You should apply there. So Almost immediately out of school,、um, I f- was hired at Dovico. That's awesome. I, I knew some of the story because you and I have been working t- together. Like, I've been here the whole time that you've been here. So I know a lot of these stories, but it's, it's fun to hear like, more of these stories about you. So, you started off in customer support. That's correct. Yeah. I started out when I first got hired.、Um, There was already a support representative here. So he was senior support, and I was just junior, and I was just learning along the way. And I was about here for like two years. And about two years in,、um, I had a little gap in that 16 years where、um, I was told, you know, it wasn't busy enough, and there was already two of us. So I was laid off for a period of time.、Um, while I was laid off, I kind of realized how lucky I was to have a job where、um, there's not many software companies in this city. We're not a very big city. Um, and I kind of realized when I had time away that, you know, how much I missed it. And then、uh, one day I was going to a separate job interview、uh, while I was laid off. And I ran into、uh, one of the managers here at Dovico、uh, walking into my other interview and told me that the senior support person was leaving and asked me if I'd want to come back. So it was almost like a no brainer. I just said, yeah, you know, I'd love to come back. And from there, it's been history. Yeah, you were definitely meant to be here for sure. You even. Got the nickname Super Carl. <laughs> You're probably sick of hearing it, but we're still using it today. I'm not sure why.、Um, it kind of <laughs> rubs me the wrong way. I don't feel, I don't know if it's my own self consciousness that yeah, yeah, makes yeah. me, you know, puts pressure. Yeah, like I'm not sure what, like it's flattering, but at the same time,、um, sometimes I don't feel so super, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not every day anyway. So when I hear the name,、um, you know, it is flattering that I get that. Yeah.、Name. Yeah. Well, you, you definitely earned it. I know, I know what you mean, though. And I promise I won't say it again in this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know you have、um, some passions and you like to run on off hours.、Um, what, what is it that you enjoy about running? And, and I think you do a lot of outdoor activities. Yeah, I, I love the outdoors, you know, like hiking and canoeing, whatever it is,、uh, to spend time outside the beach,、uh, jogging. Was something I did as younger as a school activity, almost like you had to do it. And as I got older,、um, I didn't have time to do a lot of the activities that I had. So, you know, squeezing in a half hour run here and there just to stay in shape.、Um, and in the wintertime, 
you know, it's kind of dangerous to run, so I don't run as much. So I would fill the void by, by playing hockey with like, you know, local um, guys here in town. So yeah. I always found a way to stay uh, in shape and to stay, you know, I'm the type of person that has a lot of energy and I need to stay active and I need to have something to do. So, um, you know, I spend a lot of time with my, my son uh, playing basketball. We play hockey together, uh, even with his friends. So it, it's really important that that I have something else to do outside of work because, you know, I sit down at a computer all day. I don't move very much. So it's important, you know, when, when the day is over to burn some stress off. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, that works for me, too, like to burn off that extra anxiety. And it it really helps to maintain that that calm <laughs> that calmness that you need when you're talking to our customers on the phone because um, basically everything you do is over the phone or over the computer yeah it's support uh mainly was a lot on the being on the phone uh, where you had to be like empathetic and understand what the problems were uh i recently changed uh, yeah 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 let's uh, talk only, about that only in the last year or so as a full-time uh a sales representative in the company. So that was a pretty big transition for me in a way, but in one way it's not because I know the product so well, but there is a lot to learn um, how to get people on the phone, how to engage with them, how to show the software, how to even get them to you know buy or sell the software. So yeah, I'm yeah. learning a lot. It, it's it, it really is learning to do another job. Well, yeah, you had to switch gears because you're in the mode of fix someone's problem into trying to to fit our solution for their needs so you you almost had to switch gears there yeah i think the biggest thing for me is like a support call wouldn't last more than like you know a day or an hour or maybe a week tops and you have it fixed whereas a sales uh cycle may last like months like which is something i had to get used to because i was always used to that instant gratification of getting things rolling yeah, so done. so i have to I had to have learned get more patience and to be more you know wait for things to happen yeah yeah and that's hard for you because i know your personality and that would be a, a challenge for you to to like kind of step back and kind of let things roll on their own what would you what tip would you give to someone who's maybe thinking about changing careers because you just recently went through that or even uh, how to to get into a software company. Like, is there any tips you would give to someone coming out of school or? I guess the only tip I w would give is, you know, keep an open mind because it's never quite what you might think it is until you get there and you start doing it. it especially, you know, I kind of had it in the back of my head when I switched careers because I worked here so long and I seen other people do it, that yeah. it was a certain way or it would fall into place a certain way. But I'm starting to realize that it's not the same for everybody and I guess, the thing I sh should say is, you know, make sure that you're going in into these new opportunities with an open mind and, and just, you know, roll with the punches because it's not easy to start something new. It, it just isn't. And it doesn't matter if you're internally changing or you're starting a new job um, fresh, you know, out of school. It's, it's not easy. The first year, the first couple of years, it can be difficult. And I even had to like humble myself a little bit because I went from a position where I was on top of my game. I was at the top of the game and like, <laughs> I, you know, it wasn't very often things would slip by me in my previous, you know, support position. Uh, but now I am like, you know, kind of helped or critiqued or, you know, given advice where I wasn't used to that. So like I said, I had to start over and I had to like really, you know, tell myself that, you don't know exactly how to do this job. It's okay that you have help or that you, you know, accept it. So 
it, it was really hard for me to go back to starting over yeah. to square one. Well, I can see the change even in your demeanor. You're, you don't seem as, um, stress is not the word, but just in anticipation of, of what's happening and all the change that's happening, um, you definitely seem comfortable in, in uh, what you're doing now. Yeah, I am more, it's, it's a different, like in support, you know what I mean? You're immediately put on the spot we have a problem please help us fix it whereas sales it's like little steps to get to the end result uh which is a sale uh, and and like i said it, it it's a different type of stress like it's immediate stress and fix my problem whereas it's a little bit of stress as you try to get proceed down the down the line so i've seen a change in myself as well in the change in position uh but like i said they're both different different things so you know people i'm going to behave differently depending on what yeah. I'm, what i'm doing yeah absolutely but it's still in customer care so you still care about who was on the other side of the phone oh, or on the other side of yeah, the it computer doesn't, it doesn't change that exactly no. yeah. so I, I feel that your transition from customer support actually helped you to be able to transition to to the sales position and i still like you know we're not a very big company so i still have a lot of influence in my previous you know, support department where I'm helping or training or whatever it is, because we're still transitioning. And I actually kind of like that, you know, seeing other people learn from my experiences and what I've done in the past. And I'm learning from the, you know, the senior salespeople who are teaching me. So it is kind of full circle. I love that. What did you do as a kid? What were what made it fun for you to grow up? And where did you grow up? Well, I grew up here in Moncton. I grew up close to oh people live around here i mean it was like near the coliseum area and when i was younger there's a lot of kids in my neighborhood so we've often i was very athletic so everything pretty much resolved around sports it was either we're playing ball hockey or basketball it was during the day it was that's all we did we we pretty much played played sports together um and even like organized sports uh growing growing up so that you know being athletic was a very important part of my childhood and that's pretty much the extent of you know what i did as a child was we played a lot of different sports i mean you know we had normal things where we would go biking or we would do you know everything the kids do but what little guys do when they're young <laughs> yeah so but for us it was like it really revolved around like hockey was the the main thing we we played hockey like 24 7 if we could yeah. oh my goodness okay so how what would you say the most important thing in your life is today? Uh, the most important thing in my life, I guess my, you know, is, is my family to me. Um, we're very close knit family, uh, both my wife's side of the family and my side of the family. Uh, we often eat meals together every weekend. Uh, we get together to do stuff uh, with my brother-in-law and other, you know, go golfing or, uh, you know, and spending time with my son, and I, I'm heavily involved in his sporting uh, activities. So in the winter time, when he plays hockey, I'm uh, for the last five years I was an assistant coach to his hockey team, and then even in baseball, I think it's his fifth or sixth year of baseball. I've I've been an assistant coach uh, the whole time as well. So I love teaching uh, the kids uh, how to play the sport and you know how to be good sports about it, and uh, just you know being around is the 
the thing I like the most and to watch them learn and get better. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see your involvement in, in your your son's life. And he's following your footsteps, basically, because he's a very active kid, too. You do vacations together as a family and do things all together. And that's it's really nice to see. Yeah, this year we had one week off where we just spent like a, you know, a staycation. But last year we went to Quebec together and we'd never been there before. So we went to see old Quebec. So, yeah, we do do stuff like that together as a family. Uh but yeah, they are definitely my backbone and my support system and, you know, keeps me going every day. And the reason why I get up to go to work is, to, you know, to provide for them. And yeah, uh, that's I love hearing that. If you had to describe Devigo in words, what would be three words that you would use to describe Devigo? I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> three words. Three words regarding the company as <laughs> the a, company as a whole, like yeah. The people or oh. the the company as uh, a business or both. I, well, a lot of people would say that the company is the people. So, so maybe, maybe the people. Well, for me, like I said, we've known each other, you know, as long as we have, and there's other people here that we've known just as long. So, I've said it before in other um, avenues where you know I feel like Dovko's one is family. Um, or team, and I'm trying to think of the third one, but we've we've always had each other's back. Uh, we work well together, and you know I I enjoy coming here because I work with a lot of smart people. That's one thing I've always been proud of about this company. Even when I first started, it was you know there's a lot of intelligent people that work here, and they rub off on you, and you you know, and we have become family over the years. A lot of us and. As new people come through the door, they start to become family as well as we get to know them. And yeah, I couldn't think of a better place to work. Uh, I, I would completely agree with that. It, it feels like family and that is what makes me want to come back. So what music would you have on your on your phone right now? What kind of music are you listening to? I like a lot of different music, but lately I lean more towards country music. And some people gave me a hard time about that because people think, you know, country music's like, you know, twangy, wangy stuff. But I find the newer stuff has a little bit of more of a, you know, mild pop-ish rock and roll-ish yeah. feel to it. Uh, usually when I'm in a car or, or wherever, that's normally what I listen to. However, you know, like I can listen to anything. There's I like a lot of music, so... But my son has introduced me to their generation. They're very heavily involved in like newer rap, which I am not so keen oh. on. So, <laughs> but other than that, I, uh, I, yeah, I love everything from, you know, classical rock to like, you know, Dave Matthews, Jack Johnson to Pink Floyd, you know, right up to, you know, Eric Church. So, I, I, yeah, I can. I can listen to anything for the most part. That brings me to your guitar playing. That's something else you and your son do together. Yeah, well, it kind of started out when I was, you know, younger and I tried picking it up and I'm a left-handed person. So every time I got around a guitar, they were always right-handed guitar. So it's always difficult for me to try to figure out what I was supposed to do with it. So um, I kind of picked that up when I was younger and I kind of put it down. I kind of forgot what I was doing and just probably in the last two years, I really put a, um, I probably pick it up almost every day. Um, and I've gotten better. And in the meantime, my son kind of showed interest in it and he's been taking guitar lessons as well. And I guess another thing grew out of it was collecting guitars, which is kind of my new, my new, yes. my new little problem I have, but, um, I enjoy 
I don't, it's not only playing them. I don't know what it is about guitars. I just like looking at them and seeing them and like having the ability to pick up different ones when I want to. But yeah. I do have a favorite one. Like, I, you know, I have like eight guitars, but I always pick up the same when I, most of the time I pick up the same one. Which one is it? It's a, it's a good dance, an Art Loot 3 guitar. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I always play that guitar because it's my first guitar and it's the one that's most comfortable to me. Um, yeah, and my son's starting to catch up. So it's fun to see him uh, enjoy music as well. But my whole family in general, especially my father's side of the family, I don't think there's an uncle that didn't play guitar. And I have a lot of cousins that did as well. So it was kind of something that was in my blood and yeah it just kind of happened naturally i guess yeah definitely i've seen you over the years get more comfortable um with your guitar so maybe someday you and your son will have a video on facebook no well, maybe <laughs> well we have we had a campfire um a, few, a while back like at our house like we have a fire pit and we sat down together and uh played for a few hours together that was the first time that we actually tried to sit down and and play together but most of the time it was like back and forth like i would do something and then he would do something okay but uh yeah so hopefully yeah someday but he's still young he's only 14 years old so as he gets older i think you know the time will come where um we'll spend more time together to do it but mm -hmm. i'm just happy that he has a passion for it as well oh absolutely i love seeing youth get into music because that's something that and probably helped you too growing up it's a distressor. It, it gets you focused on something else other than what's going on in, in the day. And, and it's very healing. Yeah, definitely. Like when I was younger in school, I would remember I'd come from school and I didn't have a guitar at the time, but I would just put like a tape in our CD and a tape. Just, Cause it tape. Yeah. It <laughs> tells you how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it was a way of, yeah, exactly. I would almost like half, you know, you're not quite asleep, but you're kind of asleep. I would just lay there and just listen to like music, song after song after song. And it was a way of distressing. And now like I really notice like if I'm having a day that's not so good and then I go into the guitar room and I grab a guitar and I start playing, I can almost feel like it melting away. Like it, it makes me happy just to play. Um, and I still have the enjoyment of listening to music. Like I, I still have that. Like if, if I... A lot of time, if I'm, I have morning chores in the house or whatever, I'll like, uh, I have a Bluetooth speaker and I'll play music over it while I'm doing what I'm doing. Absolutely. And yeah, I'll I'll always have music as as a as a way of, of dealing with life. And, yeah. Yeah. Same. That's definitely something else we have in common. That's probably why we get along so well because we have like running in common, music, um, computers. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All those three things will always be in our lives, I think. I guess music for me, and I kind of stress this to my son, is like the importance of listening to the words. And some people don't really put that importance of listening to words to music. But to me, it's very important. I don't know why. Like when I was younger, it was something that I paid very close attention to. I like listening to the lyrics and making sure that, you know, it's giving me a good message. Because I feel even if you're not really listening, you're, you're listening. Because uh, you see people in the car, even though they're not, you know, really listening to the song they know the lyrics they're singing just, along just because it's playing so i've always been the type to listen to the words and, and find meaning in songs i don't just listen to random songs just because i like the beat that's just my my uh yeah my personality i guess yeah well that's something i've learned from you is that you have a memory for lyrics like I've never seen in anyone else. Like if you want to invite Carl at your party, he's the person to have because he will remember all the words to any song <laughs> you need around the campfire. It's a it's a real skill you have. So that brings me to your to your next adventure. So in the past you and I have worked on 
well, it was your challenge that you had and to put out videos on mm -hmm. uh, Facebook. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah. So at one point, I was kind of you know talking with someone here at Dovaco, and and they were making videos as well. And we have something here in Canada where it's called Bella's Talk Day, and that day is a day that brings awareness to mental health. And I thought it'd be a perfect day for me to um, express my emotions or my feelings or my story of what happened to me in my life uh, to hopefully shed light and to help other people who are going through the exact same problem. And I approached you because I knew you're good with media and, and editing videos. And we, I, I think we don't, we didn't really have a clue when we did the first one how Nine. long it was gonna <laughs> like last or start or, or what was gonna come up out of it, but. Uh, I remember after I did the first one and the reception of it and just knowing that people watched it and listened to the to um, you know, message, the message of. Yeah. And, and my message is, you know, was suicide prevention. Yeah. Uh, it's something that it's close to my heart. And, you know, I will. Don't want anyone to to ever be in that position, but if they are, it was the message was just to ask for help, and we continually did that for you know about like for a whole year until the next bell. Let's talk, and then that's kind of where we we stopped. However, we I believe we did a video like almost one year after, just because, and then uh, now that we have this podcast room, it gave me opportunity to. Uh, talk about it more and have more guests talk about it and shed more light on it. So, yeah, it's very important to me and, uh, and especially in this day and age when there's so much mental illness in the world, uh, I don't think there can be enough uh, content out there to help people. Um, and by sharing my story, you know, even if it helps one person, like I've said before, uh, that, that's all that I really care about. And So now you have your own podcast show. Hmm. So what's the name of your podcast show? It's called Come Off the Ledge. At first, I wasn't sure what to name it. Um, but after a while, you know, Come Off the Ledge seemed to be appropriate because, you know, people often get this visual of, you know, someone being on the ledge. Uh, and we're just talking you down and hopefully talking you down. Um, yeah, and the f there's only two podcasts so far and we're, I'm still working on it, but it's just in its infancy and hopefully we can continue to grow. Um, but on my per in personal, my personal life, I still, you know, I'm always there for anyone who needs help to talk about it. Uh, it was very dramatic in my own experience and I've had friends be there for me and my family was there for me, uh, without them, I don't even know if I would be sitting here with you today. So, um, it's important for me to share that story and the, to know that, you know, anyone in that position, that there's a way out and, you know, and to continue fighting because life is definitely worth, worth fighting for. Yes, and that's something Davico has been able to give us is they're giving us this platform, the podcast room, or even giving us the time to create content like this. And uh, you took them up on it, and I applaud you for that. Like it's, we already know that it's helped some people, mm -hmm. and um, the more channels that you're on, the more your message can be heard. And uh, yeah, I applaud you. Yeah, thank you. We're yeah. we're very lucky at Dovaco to, you know, like when we did it in the beginning, it was like an hour here. It wasn't a lot of time, but we still took company time mm -hmm. to um, promote and to talk about this this initiative. And, you know, they totally supported us. 100%. And even in the podcast. So uh, I don't know of too many businesses that would do that. And I thank them from the bottom of my heart because, yeah, they, they probably help us save someone's life. Well, I definitely can't beat that. I think that's a great way to wrap up 
this interview with you. And um, I'm, we're going to put the contact information or the link to your podcast. Mm -hmm. If anyone's interested, you can go listen to Carl. And uh, uh, thank you so much for doing this today. Our second employee spotlight. Great. Yeah. So there's going to be actually third, third employee. So we're going to do um, more in the future. Keep listening and go listen to Carl's podcast. It's totally worth it. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.